Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this season, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every single goddamn page in a trio of adventure modules for TSR's Marvel Super Heroes RPG, starting with Adventure MT1, All This and World War II. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. All This and World War II was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page three of All This and World War II. Today is the first page of a bunch of stats for West Coast Avengers that are then going to give way to a bunch of stats and bios for other characters, villains, and NPCs of all kinds for this module. The first West Coast Avenger on offer is The Vision. There's a picture of him on this page. We're not going to talk about it, and we're not going to talk about him today. We're here to talk about another character, one who will not be statted or fully described until later, but who appears in the previous page in the big plot overview in the introduction, and whose description continues on this page. This character initially seems to be a good guy, but turns out to be a bad guy in this story. You see, there is a corrupt German man working for the United States government. And do you know what this German corrupt man's name is? Klaus Kruptmann. Yes, Kruptmann. Probably the secret mole who had the most success relative to his conspicuousness and his obvious treacherousness of any mole in mole history. He's even named Corruptman, as though God himself were shaking American intelligence agencies, trying to get them to notice this filthy goddamn Nazi, and every spy in America just kept playing on their fucking phone. Let me now paraphrase to you the blatantly untrustworthy history of Klaus Kruptmann. It starts back on page two, it continues on to this page. Klaus Kruptmann was a Nazi scientist back in World War II. Quote, in the early months of 1945, Kruptmann managed to conceal his former affiliation with the Nazis from Allied officials, allowing him to defect to the United States and escape Germany before the fall. Sure, he concealed his Nazi history. Kruptmann is specifically a leading expert in physics, so I'd really love to know what he told the authorities about his activities over, like, the course of the war in Nazi Germany, including the race to atomic weapons. Like, oh, you're a, you're a top German physicist, you say. And where have you spent the war? Oh, in Germany? In Berlin? As a scientist? A top physicist. And what have you been doing over the course of World War II? Oh, you know, just messing around. Oh, what about you? What have you been up to? Just change the subject. And I guess it worked, because the Americans just brought him right over. In fact, quote, since the war... Kruptman has worked on a number of top-secret projects for the U.S. government. Just recently, he was given a position in the Research and Development Branch of what used to be the Supreme Headquarters International Espionage Law Enforcement Division, SHIELD. I am, of course, not ignorant enough about my country to think it unusual that an ex-Nazi would be essentially forgiven and allowed to work on secret American projects, but in a sad comment on the U.S.'s policy, it is actually more implausible that they would work with someone so poorly vetted, I can believe that they would vet this guy, see that he's a Nazi, and be like, welcome to the team, here's your ID badge, please try not to Nazi within 20 feet of the building. But I find it less plausible that they would vet this guy so poorly that they didn't even notice he was literally a top scientist for the Nazis during World War II. Like, that's a big resume gap not to explore. Letting a guy you know that little about onto your top secret super spy projects is negligent and not merely criminal, like all that Operation Paperclip shit. Anyway, to no one's surprise, quote, although Kruptman's surface allegiances may have changed, his loyalties certainly haven't. To this day, he remains a secret supporter of the Nazi party and a frequent contributor to the South American Nazi-backed criminal syndicates. 
So he's just funding Nazis, just taking his government paycheck, depositing it, and then sending money directly to Nazis. But it's okay. He keeps it secret. He makes the checks out to organized crime, and then they give it to the Nazis. So the ledgers look squeaky clean. Once again, U.S. intelligence, who employs him? No idea he's doing this. Totally oblivious. Now, I'm not going to get into the details, but shockingly, Kruptman has an evil scheme. And a big part of the beginning of this adventure is figuring out who among the, I don't know, four characters you've met in this facility, one of whom is Nick Fury, which one of them could secretly be evil? Who could be the hidden villain of this World War II-themed scenario, as helpfully illustrated on the beautiful cardstock cover for all the players to see? Could it be Security Chief Mike Casey, the young, bright-eyed go-getter? Could it be the generically named Jack Cooper, a researcher who doesn't want to talk to the characters because he's busy working and otherwise has no personality described? Could it be Nick Fury? After all, other than his four decades of exemplary and well-documented service to his country, what do we really know about him? Or could it be Klaus Kruptmann, the elderly German scientist? Could it be the German Dr. Kruptmann, who is secretly corrupt? The player characters aren't meant to really figure this out until scene seven, almost a third of the way through the adventure, and much is made of gathering clues and putting together the pieces, as we will see. Not a deal breaker for the module at all, but I think like if you're going to have a secret Nazi mole, he can be German or he can have corrupt in his name, but not both. This is an invitation to sequence breaking. You're just asking the Visions player to be like, what's that? Nick Fury introduced me to a German scientist named Corruptman. Okay, well, I'll shake his hand and then I'll materialize my other hand in his heart and kill him dead. And then I'll say, arrest me if you must. They may put me in robot jail, but I'll know I did the right thing. So yeah, dumbest thing by far is the fact that this guy is so obviously corrupt, both for just like the fact that this is going to be so obvious to the players so early, but also it's a stretch to make the plot hang together by suggesting that S.H.I.E.L.D. of all organizations totally missed the fact that this guy is a fully Nazi scientist who basically made no change in his lifestyle after the war, but changing the political affiliation in his Twitter bio from Nazi to Between Reichs. Nick Fury should have seen this guy coming a mile away, assuming he approached from the right. And it makes it worse that this mystery is resolved in this story, quite possibly through the deductive skills of, like, Wonder Man. Anyway, there's the big spoiler to whet your appetite. Dr. Kruptman is a bad guy. But it's going to be a while before we actually get to the story of Dr. Kruptman's extremely predictable treachery. Join me next time as we embark on a tour of B-list superheroes and the microscopic minutiae of their late 80s continuity on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact the show however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Podbean, Gmail, Instagram, etc., etc. This episode's theme music is Robinson's Grand Entry March, performed by the United States Air Force Concert Band. Thanks for listening.